It's time for the Brainiac Minute. Get ready. Here's your host, John Boyce. Monday. What is considered the world's largest fish? The whale shark. The largest confirmed individual had a length of over 61 feet. The whale shark is a slow-moving, filter-feeding carpet shark that inhabits the open waters of all tropical oceans. Their lifespans are estimated to be between 80 and 130 years. They do feed almost exclusively on plankton and small fish and pose absolutely no threat to humans. Whale sharks are very docile fish and sometimes allow swimmers to catch a ride, although this practice is discouraged by scientists. Younger whale sharks are gentle and have even been known to play with divers. However, sharks overall do not possess the anatomical structures to produce any kind of vocalization. So other than the sounds they make with their fins slapping the water, they make no sounds. Tuesday. What fast food restaurant has used the slogan, it's finger licking good? KFC. That one probably didn't surprise you, but the story behind it might. It's Finger Lickin' Good was created off the cuff by a restaurant manager in the 1950s. So by the early 50s, Harlan Sanders had since long perfected the secret blend of herbs and spices still used by KFC to this day. He also had the idea of franchising his dining concept, and it was a franchisee from Phoenix, Dave Harmon, who inspired the company's now famous phrase. Harmon voiced television commercials advertising his restaurant, but following a stroke, he was unable to speak clearly, so his restaurant manager, Ken Harborough, stepped in to do the ads instead. Because Harmon still wanted to appear in the ads, he would accompany Harborough to the television station and take a plate of chicken, which he would eat in the background during filming. However, following the transmission of one of the ads, a woman called the television station complaining angrily that Mr. Harmon is licking his fingers. Well, the story goes that Harborough spontaneously replied, well, it's finger licking good. Wednesday. Who was the first living person to become a member of the Country Music Hall of Fame? Roy Acuff. Born in Maynardsville, Tennessee in 1903 and emerging as a star in the early 1940s, Roy Acuff ranked among the Grand Ole Opry's most popular performance and is best known for the Wabash Cannonball, Night Train to Memphis, and Wreck on the Highway. Acuff helped intensify the star system at the Grand Ole Opry and remained the show's leading personality until his death in the early 90s. In so doing, he formed a bridge between country music's rural string band era and the modern era of star singers backed by fully amplified bands. In addition, he co-founded Acuff Rose Publications with songwriter Fred Rose, thus laying an important cornerstone of the Nashville music industry. For these and other accomplishments, he was elected to the Country Music Hall of Fame in 1962, as its first living member. She came down from Birmingham one cold December day. As she rolled into the station, you could hear all the people say, There's a girl from Tennessee, she's long and she's tall. She came down from Birmingham on the Wabash Cannonball. Thursday. What 1990s television show had characters who liked to hang out at the Peach Pit? Beverly Hills 90210. 
The Peach Pit is a favorite diner among the locals of Beverly Hills and was a mainstay since the 1950s. Many notable moments in the show happened there, and one of the characters even gets a job there. It was so popular, in fact, that a replica Peach Pit was open to the public in Los Angeles from August 1st to 3rd as late as 2019. It's actually based off of a real Beverly Hills restaurant that was a staple since the 1940s called The Apple Pan, which Beverly Hills High School students used to frequent. It's known to have great burgers and maybe a little bit of drama. Friday. What is the proper name for the long underwear that has a button-up access hatch for the booty? That would be the Union Suit. Created in Utica, New York, it originated as women's wear during the 19th century United States clothing reform efforts as an alternative to constricting garments, but soon gained popularity among men. The first union suit was patented in 1868 as Emancipation Union under flannel. Traditionally made of red flannel with long arms and long legs, it buttoned up in the front and had a button-up flap in the rear covering the buttocks. That flap has many names, including access hatch, drop seat, fireman's flap, among others that, well, I'm just not going to say on the radio. Now, in case you're curious, you can find them on Amazon, currently ranging from $20 up to $60. Not a bad deal. Guys, I host five weekly free games between Murfreesboro and Lebanon. In Lebanon on Tuesday and Wednesday nights at the Lebanon Country Club and Legend Sports Grill. In Murfreesboro on Sunday at Cedar Glade Brews, Monday at Level 3, and Thursdays at Happy Sports Lounge. I also host private games that are great for church groups, fundraisers, or just plain old parties. My goal with every game is to create conversation between you and your teammates. So if you're looking for a unique way to entertain a crowd, I hope you'll give me a call. Brainiac Trivia, community through curiosity and conversation. This podcast was produced from the Brainiac Minute. Airs daily on WANT 98.9 FM at 9.10 a.m. and 4.30 p.m. Looks like you've been missing a lot of work lately. I wouldn't say I've been missing it, Bob.